It's our show, Crispy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Oh, boy. Here it comes. It's like pandemonium, Heather. Okay, so I was thinking. She said what? I think I got it figured out. This is how this to do is life. how to do life. <laughs> I was born for this. I was born for this. I have seen the life. Hey, pretties. It's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And here's producer John. To hype the crowd. Just a quick warning. How to do life with Chrissy and Heather contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and other nonsense and whatnot. If you are adverse to any of these ingredients, this show may not be for you. So be sure to talk to your doctor and all your friends about how to do life. Let's get into it. We're back! We're back! Woo! It feels like it's been a long time. It really does feel like it's been a long time. Because <laughs> it has. But we're back. Welcome back to Florida. Thank you. Regular life mm-hmm. from your sojourn. Yes. I can't wait to hear all about it. Yes. I'm sure you're going to tell us all about it. I'm going to. Um, but before we do that, I have something that came up in my news feed that actually is a little bit of old news because it was last week, but I'm going to talk about it this week. It's something that I am curious to know. You know, this is probably nosy, personal, and none of her business, but she just can't help it, you know? Heather is just curious to know. Apparently, last week was Banned Books Week. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I saw this um, this picture on Facebook of a stack of books, of um, books that have been banned, and I wondered, how many of these books have you read? I don't know. I'd have to look through it. I I remember seeing something about it, too, and I was kind of surprised. Um, like, some of them were, like, I think it was, like, Diary of the Wimpy Kid and stuff like that. Oh, like there, gosh. There were some that were, like, popular, well, regular books that kids are reading now that surprised me. There's two things. There's the banned books list, and then there's also challenged books. Okay. So, I think the challenged books are, like, more current, mm-hmm. and the books that are banned are kind of like what I consider to be the classics, like things that we all read, like To Kill a Mockingbird and right. Catcher in the Rye. I remember um, in high school, one of my teachers, the only books she would let us read were the books that were considered banned, that yeah. she had to like fight the district to let us read and stuff. I remember one, I, I wish I could remember what it was called, but it, it was a book about um, a teenager who attempted to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. And she was like, this is the kind of book that, you guys need to read because, you know, these are the kind of issues that you face in actual life. And we were all like, we just felt like such badasses that we were reading these things we weren't supposed to read. And it is a way to get kids interested in reading. It's really high interest stuff. Yeah. When people tell you you're not supposed to do something, suddenly it's a lot (laughs) more interesting. I'm definitely checking that book out. Right. I was curious about whether or not we had read these banned books. And I wondered, um, you know, what the challenged books were for this year. Um, So banned book week is um, typically the last week of September. So I guess they let the kids get all settled into school and then they hit them with the controversial literature. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Really, like once the parents are kind of like feeling like, okay, we got this. (laughs) And suddenly your kid's reading Animal Farm and you find out (laughs) like, wait a second. So on the list of challenged books for this year, and so guys, check out your middle schoolers backpack, see if they're reading George by Alex, Alex Gino. This is challenged um, because of its LBGTQ 
I A plus. I'm not sure what all of those. <laughs> I'm, no, I know the LGBTQ. I don't know I. I'm I'm good through there. Yeah, but I don't know um, I A. And then plus, I guess it's just for anything else that you could think of. Yeah, the plus is for for others. So, yeah. Gosh, I don't know. We'll have to look it so up. I'm going to look it up. This book has a transgender character, um, and it's challenged because of sexual content and for um, it. I guess schools and libraries are saying, or some people are saying, um, you should read this book with a parent um, so that you have context. Beyond Magenta, Transgender Teens Speak Out, A Day in the Life of Marlon Bundo. Um, Intersex and asexual. Okay. Or the I and A. Okay. Got it. Sex is a funny word. Prince and Knight. Lots of LGBTQ. So, yeah, I was just going to say, is it, you know... But also The Handmaid's Tale. And is it also, you know, just sex in general, you know? Well, it includes Harry Potter. Harry Potter is challenged. Interesting. Because I haven't of... read the whole Harry Potter series. Oh, I, it's, I love it. I tried to get my kids into it. Like, I was like, this is going to be a great thing. It's going to get them into reading, and we're going to read it together. This was several years ago, and I would read them, like, a chapter every night. And yeah. And like, Mom, we're just, we're not... Oh, I love Harry Potter. And especially Potter. after I took them to, like, the Universal. It, I mean, the Harry Potter land at Universal is amazing. Yeah. Like, even if you don't watch it or read it, you know, if it's not your jam, it's just such a cool place. Yeah, like, they've awesome. done such a good job with it. Riding that train is the coolest thing there is. Oh, my it's gosh. so cool. When we were late to the Harry Potter stuff, and I remember it was um, before we had kids or anything, and... We were going to rent a movie. Okay. So this is how long ago it was. We went to rent a movie. Like and, in a blockbuster? Yeah. Nice. It was at like mm-hmm. our neighborhood video rental place, mm-hmm. Flicks. Mm. And Harry Potter was there. We were like, oh, well, let's just see what this Harry Potter thing is that everybody's so excited about. And then like two hours later, we were like, we must be on Hogwarts Express now. <laughs> it was, and we became big fans. So and her story's neat too. JK Rowling's story's neat. You yeah. Know, that she was just like, well, I guess I'm going to try this so I don't starve, you know, and she, she finally got there. It was pretty cool. You know? Well, that's kind of cool that you say that because that is going to be part of our grab bag today. Cool. But before we get to the grab bag, um, I've got some fun headlines. 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 I'm taking a little bit of creative liberty with my headlines because they're not really headlines, but they are big things that happened during the year 1980. <gasps> what's, what's, what's so exciting about the year 1980? <laughs> the reason why the year 1980 is part of my Heather's headlines is because it's the year that you were born. It is the year that I was born. And today we're going to be celebrating your 40th birthday. Ah. So welcome to the 40s. Thank you. But before we talk about that, um, I was curious about... Um, headlines from the year 1980. And mm-hmm. as I started looking through them, started to see some parallels between life in 1980 and life in 2020. Wow. Yeah. So major news stories in 1980. John Lennon shot and killed. Right. Uh-huh. This year, Van Halen died. Yeah. He died. He died uh, the other day. Yeah. And- throat cancer. Oh, so. today's show will actually come out today. So I can say yeah. he died yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. On yeah. my birthday. Oh, so that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, post-it notes went on sale. 
1980. Oh my gosh, yeah. what a uh, that's a hallmark thing for me. Right. I love posting notes. <laughs> Put them everywhere. <laughs> um, there were riots in Miami. Mm, what were we writing about? I'm not sure, um, but we pretty much riot all the time now. Right. So um, the MGM Grand Hotel in Las Vegas was destroyed by fire. Oh. This year, California was destroyed by fire. The entire state. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, when I was on my trip, there were, were a lot of concerns about whether the smoke had blown so far over. You know, like Montana was covered in smoke from not Montana. It wasn't I was wondering fires about in that. State. You know, uh, I was really, really lucky. Like I had beautiful, beautiful blue skies the in, the entire travels, which was nice. But yeah, the week before, they were under a lot of uh, smoke and yucky mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I was wondering what your air quality was like. Um, you know, 1980 is when we started to have personal technology, like um, people having their own camcorders, oh. having your own video camera, mm-hmm. um, having your own computer at your house, having right. a fax machine. Mm-hmm. And it, now, of course, we have all manner of technology in our pocket. When I was a little girl, uh, we talked about Universal. We'll go to Disney now. Um, when I was probably six um, my parents, this would have been like 85, 86, you know, 87, somewhere in there. My parents took us to Disney, like for the, you know, the big, for, going from Ohio, it's like the big trek. It's not right. like living here and we go over for a weekend, you know, it's, it's like the big deal. And my mom worked at RCA and RCA was like the technology leader. We were making <laughs> microchips, we were making wafers, you know, like, and so you could get all the stuff early, like you could oh, get all the cool yeah. stuff. So my dad had our VCR, people know what a VCR is, right? So we had a VCR and you could take like two thirds of it off and hook it up to your camera right. with yeah, cords. Yeah. And so my dad had like basically like like a purse, like a thing strapped uh-huh. over his shoulder that had two-thirds of the VCR in it with cables running up to the biggest, bulkiest, most heavy <laughs> camera you've ever seen. Like, like a camera that would now be doing like, you know, the NFL or right. something, a big, huge camera that would be on like a boom swing. But it's on his shoulder <laughs> while he's got the VCR around, like so that he could um, take video. And you got to carry all the tapes, too, because, uh-huh. you know, you're going to fill fill the big tapes. And uh, so my dad carried that around Disney. Wow. And most of the videos, honestly, um, my dad always teased my mom for having a baby bladder. <laughs> and so he's like... Here's another bathroom door at Disney. <laughs> I'm just going to stand outside this bathroom door at Disney. So he has vid- like old, old videos from the 1980s of all the doors, at, all the ever, bathroom doors at Disney. Have you digitized them? No. And a lot of them were lost. A lot of them, my sisters and I, when my parents died, there was so much stuff. Yeah. And we ended up just purging it out. So guys, work on it now. If you've got <laughs> old videos and things, like start working your way through it because it would be fun to have and it would be yeah. really funny. But yeah, I remember him hauling that thing around. Like, how heavy and how ridiculous. And now oh, we've gosh, got yeah. now we've got this tiny uh-huh. little thing and you know. Yeah, and we document everything. Everything every, every moment. Lives. Every everything moment of do. our lives. Yep. Um Pac Man arcade game oh, came out in nineteen eighty. Um politics started becoming part of the Olympics when um the US boycotted the Moscow Olympics. Ooh. And war broke out between Iraq and Iran. Mm-hmm. And I, I think they're probably still at war. I think that's still that, happening. That, that's yeah. still <laughs> happening. It was also a bad year for natural disasters. 
Well, <laughs> yeah, there's that some parallels changed. there. Mount St. Helens erupted on the 27th of March, and there was a major heat wave in the U.S., and it's still going on. <laughs> Cool. We, we just call it um, climate change now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So all of that. And then, um, of course, we were all wondering who shot JR. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what the modern day uh, correlation would be for that, but I'm sure that we could find one. I think one. they tried to bring that show back. Like, really? Like the new cast. I think I saw that a while back and I was like, I don't think that went over. Like, you know, we, we had it and you can only you can only have one, you know. Right. Well, if you were going to buy a new house in 1980, it would cost, on average, $68,700. Wow. Yeah. That would be nice. Um, <laughs> the average income per year, $19,500. Wow. Uh, gas was $1.19. That's actually, like, not that far right. off. <laughs> and a new car was $7,200. Wow. Which, I mean, you could... If you were getting, like, your first car, you could get a decent... You couldn't get, like, a new car. Not a new though. car. Yeah. Not a new car. Mm-hmm. But um, but you can get a decent car for under $10,000. Yeah. I think that's true. Yeah. So I thought that was a fun look back. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Well, okay. So I've got some fun stuff um, put together for your birthday. Thank you. Let's jump into the grab bag. What, what did they come up with now? <laughs> Let's see what's in the grab bag. I think I've got it. Okay, so I found this website called (laughs) mybirthday.ninja. And if you put in your birth date into your birthday ninja, it tells you all kinds of stuff about the day that you were born. Wow. And so I've put this in the show notes so people can go and find out about their birthday. Only you would find (laughs) mybirthday.ninja. Only you. I don't even know how I found it. <laughs> but one thing I discovered was um, what your past life was like. Oh. According to this uh, website, which knows nothing about you. So so this is like my, my I'm reincarnated <laughs> to be me now, but what I did in past lives? According to the birthday ninja, mm-hmm. in your last earthly incarnation, mm-hmm. you were male. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Um, you were born somewhere around the territory of Ireland. In approximately 925. This seems right. <laughs> Why and not? Your profession was a cook. Oh, that seems wrong. Or a carpenter. <laughs> um, also or a, wrong. Or um, a sailor. Oh, probably. Yeah. Um, your brief psychological profile in your previous life. Yeah. Uh-huh. I did not look at myself. I was only interested <laughs> in you. This, this was really interesting. Because, of course, it's totally true. Of course. Bohemian personality, uh-huh. mysterious, Boho. highly gifted, mm-hmm. capable of understanding ancient books, having magical abilities, um, but you could be a servant of dark forces. You know, that describes my current psychological <laughs> profile. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, <laughs> interesting. And your past life could have taught you some lessons that you are now carrying forward mm-hmm. into your 40s. Um, learning to love and trust the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are bound to think, study, reflect, and develop inner wisdom. Wow. I think that this all seems very, very accurate, <laughs> except for my job. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no. 
<laughs> Luckily, maybe you learned from that, like, I should not do that anymore. Those are not the things for me. Yeah. Well, so maybe every- that's why I don't like boats. Maybe I was <gasps> a sailor. Maybe that's how I drowned. Maybe, maybe, maybe I drowned maybe and died. died. Yeah, maybe that's how I died. Maybe that's why I think boats are dangerous. Because that's a lesson <laughs> I learned that I carried into my current life. So that was uh, that was fun. And then another fun thing to do for your birthday is the Florida Man Challenge. Have you done the Florida Man no. Challenge? What's the Florida okay. Man Challenge? <laughs> so for your, anybody who doesn't know, the Florida Man Challenge is to just go into Google and type in Florida Man and your birthday. Oh, and what did Florida Man do on my birthday? On your birthday, Florida Man lifts two TVs from Walmart, jukes out his own pants, and gets arrested days later while carrying a crack pipe, pipe in his anus. Of course he does. Florida, Florida man did man. some other things, too, that I could not say on the air. Ooh. <laughs> so you can Google that yourself. All right. I will check it out. Oh, Florida man. <laughs> yeah, and it's super fun. Um, just make sure that you don't have any kids around when you are reading out what the Florida man did on your birthday, because I made that mistake one time. We were all doing a Florida man challenge, and... Um, all of the children were, of course, listening with rapt attention, and none of it was kid-friendly. It seems like the kids know <laughs> when to, like, you know, your kids tune you out so much. And as soon as, like, if you change your voice, like, if you make it a little bit quieter, like, hey, check this out, you know, to your husband, then the kids uh-huh. are all, like, they're they're perked up, you know. Or if it's just something racy that they shouldn't be, you know. Suddenly they're all suddenly ears. Suddenly they're, you know, they're totally paying attention. Yeah. 100% paying attention. Yeah. Well, thank you for that awesome birthday stuff. And thank you for bringing me cake pops that are so rich that I took two bites of it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Um, and thank you for um, for making a birthday show for me. Yay! We're not done yet. Not done yet. Okay, so um, you are born under the cardinal air sign of Libra. Mm -hmm, That's correct. Do you ever take into consideration the um, astrology in in your life and how you live? Um, I do... Not a lot. I, I will say, whenever my Tallahassee Democrat arrives every Sunday, the very first thing that I do is yeah. open it and read my horoscope. Every <laughs> single Sunday, it's the first thing I do is read my horoscope. And it has been, I have read the newspaper the exact same way since I was a young child. So the the newspaper would arrive, the Sunday would arrive at my parents' house, and I would read the top comics that I liked. Mm-hmm. I would read my horoscope. Mm-hmm. I would read all the, the fluff pieces, the, you know, the, the parade and the yeah, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then I would like glance through the actual news and, and see. So that's how I've read the Sunday paper since, you know, the early 90s. Me too. <laughs> that's, that's how I read the newspaper. That's the only section I'm interested <laughs> in. Like I throw the rest away and it's like, I want horoscope, dear Abby. When I was writing for the paper a lot, I would cut out my own articles because mm-hmm. I didn't have a mom to do it, you know, so I would cut out my <laughs> articles, I would read what I wrote and be really pleased with myself, you know, um, I should send some stuff in, I haven't, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't done it in a long time, um, but yeah, I would read my own stuff and I would read all the fluffy stuff in the TLH Life section and, mm-hmm. you know, and that was kind of what I would do, but um, I do know that I am a Libra and that that's the scales, uh-huh. so I'm yeah. supposed to be particularly balanced. And I, I do think that that plays a part in who I am. I was telling a friend the other day that, you know, whenever you take like left brain, right brain quizzes, that kind of stuff, I come out, you know, kind of 50-50. Whenever mm-hmm. it's like introvert, extrovert, I come out kind of 50-50. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I my running joke with everyone is I would either be the best 
or the worst judge in the world. Because mm. I'm like, yeah, I can see what you're saying. Yeah. That makes sense. But this guy, you like, you know, so, you know, so like, I, I think that I am pretty balanced and pretty neutral on a lot of things and that I land right in the middle. And I, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm not like a big, like, astrology rules the world or anything. You know, I'm, I'm a pretty hard science-based person. But, you know, I do think that that happens to be an accurate part of me. I love it. I, I don't put a ton of stock in it, but I right. enjoy reading it's just about fun. it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I will totally believe it if it's something that I like. <laughs> and then if I don't like it, then I completely disregard it. Like, that's nonsense. They didn't do a good job with that. But I um, also have a Libra child. And mm. so I like to read about um, star signs and how it relates to personalities and raising your kids mm-hmm. and I just enjoy that and also compatibility with friendships mm-hmm. and things like that uh, I just I enjoy looking for those things yeah have you seen the videos of the woman who acts out each astrological sign no oh my gosh I'm gonna post this okay it, it is hilarious she nails it I'm cancer mm-hmm. and watching her describe cancer as a cancer mm-hmm. is i mean it's spot on is it funny spot yeah. on yes and i don't remember libra my but mom I'll was a cancer maybe that's really? why i like you so much maybe so remind me of my mother <laughs> you don't remind me of my mother <laughs> but yeah. well i read that a libra's personality is very much about relating to others mm-hmm. you're often considered the nicest most charming people in the world and you are the favorite of almost everyone that people meet. Of course. <laughs> Libras are best in harmonious relationships. And it's in their interactions with others that both the most positive and negative um, traits of Libras can be seen. So interacting with people is a big part of, mm-hmm. of your coming year. Um, most noted for your social skills, you make highly popular guests at parties because you're charming, communicative, and easygoing. Well, I like all of this, so I'm going to say, yeah, this is great. Mm-hmm. Because of all of your wonderful qualities, you can often be counted on to smooth, hurt feelings or to fill awkward pauses in a conversation at any gathering. That's a good skill to have, I'm telling you. It is. I'm yeah. You. It's a good skill to have when you're friends with a cancer who <laughs> just digs the hole deeper and deeper and deeper, <laughs> needs the Libra to come in and... <laughs> Maybe that's, why this, maybe that's why this show works. You know, you, you dig us down into a hole and then I'm like, so. <laughs> exactly. Let's let, move on. Let me help you out here, friend. <laughs> that was awkward. So I also did an online poll mm-hmm. asking some of my friends who have already gone into the 40s. Yes. To offer some words of advice for you, since you are now in this new brave wow. decade. Okay. Okay. So I've been 40 for um, four years. Mm-hmm. Well, if, in my 40s. Four <laughs> no, years. you just stayed 40. Four years ago, <laughs> I entered the 40s. Uh-huh. And I can guarantee you, it is so much fun in here. That's what I keep hearing. I keep hearing it's tremendous. It's great. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I don't want, like... You know, I was thinking this morning when I was leaving the grocery store, the coolest thing so far about being 40, I've only been 40 for one day, but um, the <laughs> coolest thing so far is that people are surprised that you're 40. Yeah, that's great too. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> people think you're like 32. Right. 
And you're like, I'm 40 years old. Uh-huh. And they're like, <gasps> and that's a lot of fun. Yeah. I love it. I love it already. It's very oh, I'm complimentary. 40. Mm-hmm. I'm 40. Yeah. One thing that's fun about being 40 is you just don't care anymore. Oh, I, I stopped caring like in my late 30s, but people still thought I should care. Right. You know, so now I think people are like, yeah, she's 40. She's like, I was thinking the other day, I'm like, if people thought that I was over it in my 30s, oh, just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> just wait. I, had, I can get um, even more over it, people. <laughs> I could care even less. I can care even less. I had a client, and in fact, I have, I often have clients who want to lose weight mm-hmm. um, after 40. And mm-hmm. especially if somebody has never had a weight problem, then that's like new territory. Like once your body starts changing and falling apart, and then it's like, why am I gaining weight? I haven't changed anything. Mm-hmm. Well, you're you're in your 40s, and it, it does get difficult. And But then I thought, you know, the real thing that makes it difficult to lose weight after 40 is you just don't care as much about losing weight. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm I'm fine. I don't need to lose weight. I'm fine. fine. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you should care more. Right. <laughs> but you don't because you're over it. Yesterday, I um I did want, like, part of my trip, I was like, I'm going to lose a few pounds. I need to lose a few pounds, you know. Um, And I did. I lost a few pounds. I, I didn't think I did, but I came home and weighed myself. I lost, like, seven pounds. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, that you hiking. Know? But, uh, yeah, I... uh. I put on my dress yesterday, my little skinny maker dress. Mm-hmm. Um, we should post a picture. You of looked it. fantastic. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah, and my little girl had a dress that matched it, uh-huh. uh, and it was fun. It was fun to dress up together, and you know. And I was like, "Gosh, we look alike in that picture." Like, I was like, "Man, that's really funny." Like, sometimes people say that my daughter looks like me, and you know, sometimes I don't see it, but in in those pictures, I was like, "Oh, there's my mini. <laughs> there's my little mini." You know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I put on my dress and I was like, man, I was like, I'm 40. And I, and I was like, I look so skinny. I look so good. <laughs> like I was, I was having a day. I was feeling Enjoy good it. about myself. <laughs> Enjoy it. Well, I've got some, um, some advice from the, um, the 40s and beyond. Some of this you already know, but I've chosen some of my um, my favorite things. Okay. And um, one of my very first responses <laughs> cracked me up. Ice and ibuprofen. <laughs> Ice and ibuprofen. <laughs> and that's a theme throughout all of the advice. Okay. Is, um, yeah. <laughs> going to put some ice on it. Mm-hmm. That's what my mom says. Put some ice on it. Uh-huh. Um, ibuprofen, Aleve. Mm-hmm. Things are going to start hurting. Oh. Yeah, it's true. I don't like that. I know. I know. No. But you're not going to care as much. You're just, okay. It's going to be easier to laugh it off. Okay. You're just going to chalk it up to, huh, I'm getting old now. Great. <laughs> <laughs> One of my friends um, said something that I think that you will agree with. You absolutely do not have to be married to be happy. Right. I'm super happy. I'm way happier than when I, when I was married. <laughs> A good partner is worth the work. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel like this is the decade that, uh, like, I've already done all the worky stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like this is going to be, like, the, the personal relationships decade. I think we're going to find, like, because I'm not settling for anything that's less than miraculous and wonderful yeah. and great. And I, I feel like that this will probably be the decade that I find it because... I don't really have anything else to accomplish. Right. You can have fun. <laughs> I already like myself. I already have, like, a happy career. I, like, everything is great, you know, so I'll, yeah. now I'll probably stumble into the right person. 
Um, decide for yourself in all fr- in all things, but be sure you have the friends who will give you good, honest advice. Yeah. Um, another friend says, get the tattoo. You've already got. I've got tattoo. four, but yeah, I'm gonna get some more. Sure. Take the boudoir photos. Oh, you know what? Actually, um, fan club president Kyleen is going to do boudoir photos for me. <laughs> there uh, we, you we go. Already have it scheduled. So it's on the list. Whoever uh, gave that advice, I'm on it. <laughs> Um, my One of my uh, guy friends says, if you've ever seen someone older stretching before doing something, swallow your pride and accept that you should also stretch before doing something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which goes back to ibuprofen and ice. <laughs> right. uh-huh. Stretch. More stretching. Okay. One of my friends says, I always think about that scene in Fried Green Tomatoes where Kathy Bates' character battles over a parking spot, smashes the other car, and doesn't care. <laughs> And she's like, screw you. <laughs> I'm older now. She's like, this scene represents 40 and older and over. You finally reach a point where you aren't afraid to say no. You aren't afraid to speak your mind. You have more confidence. You love yourself more. Uh, she says, I have more tools and smarts to keep negative thoughts at bay. I eat better. I'm physically and mentally stronger in my 40s. Well, those are all really, really wonderful things. And sometimes when I hear stuff like that, though, I do get a little scared because I already live. So, you know, like, don't judge me. Don't play. Like, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, by the time I'm 50, I don't know. I I do. I have a sister who's 10 years older than me. Yeah, she's a. She does not care. (laughs) And, um, oh, man, I'm going to end up like that. (laughs) One of my uh, my fun friends, Mila, says, empty out your bucket of fucks for what people think. <laughs> that's, a, that's also a theme. Mm-hmm. So basically, we, we've broken it down to <laughs> ice, ibuprofen, and you, but don't worry because you don't care about anything. Now, here is some advice from my wise friend, uh, Natalie, who, and this advice is really for um, for women younger than us, like in their 30s, 20s, um, she says, live frugally in your 20s and max out your retirement savings so you can live large in your 40s. Oh, I like that. That's a good idea. She oh. says, oh, go ahead. I was just thinking about, so when I was out on the trip, some of the the younger girls, like I did feel just older, just in general, because of some of these girls, I was watching them, and it really is like this, self-confidence issue or like they're doing so much to try to impress Mm -hmm. and a lot of like all of the risky behavior that I saw and all of the annoying behavior that I saw was coming from young women Mm -hmm. and I was actually disappointed by this (laughs) like you know because you always think of like young little bro dude college you know like they're they're you know silly these girls were the worst you'll see it more and more and they're up like they're up hanging over the edge of the cliff trying to get the perfect selfie while like their boyfriend (laughs) holds them by like one leg and I'm like (laughs) are you kidding me like I'm like you're doing all the dumps that like they're going through the tunnel out the top of the jeep with their hands up just so they can scream in the dark and like cause a ruckus in the tunnel and i'm like i i mean i remember being young and silly but i'm like you guys like there's nothing sexy about this there is not like nobody's like oh my god i have to talk to that girl that girl is fascinating and interesting no jumping up and down and making the whole honda civic shake you know so that you can wave your hands out the windows 
I, they were killing me, girl. They You're were so killing me. 40 right now. I'm so 40. <laughs> I'm, so I'm just sitting here 40. nodding. <laughs> so Natalie also says, um, what you do is not who you are. Mm-hmm. She says, Botox is worth it. <laughs> she says, boob drop is real. <laughs> boob drop? Boob drop. Uh, I personally think that our bodies should look better as we age. I think that seems reasonable. I think that breastfeeding should make your boobs look better. Yeah. I think that should be the reward. <laughs> I think that God is a man. He ruined it. <laughs> Seriously. No, well, maybe God is a woman because a man would be like, yeah, we're going to make it look better. That's what I was just thinking. Oh. Like, no, if God was a man, he'd be like, keep it up. <laughs> keep them up. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Rachel says, snap, crackle, pop. That is the 40, over 40 soundtrack of your body. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamie says, it's okay to say no. You don't have to apologize for not being able to do things. Don't feel guilty about everything. I don't. So thanks, Jamie. Charity (laughs) says, face cream is not just for your face. It's for your neck, too. You know, (laughs) I was looking at some pictures the other day, and I was like, oh. Like, like, it was one of those moments where I know my phone was reading my mind. Like, it wasn't reading what I was doing. It was reading my mind. Like, I think it was looking at my photos. Because I looked at this picture and I was like, you're, you look a little old and wrinkly in the, uh, in the, like, decollete area. Yeah. Um, and I was like, what the heck? And I was just <laughs> thinking it. And then an ad for these, like, big Biore strips that go over your chest popped up on my phone. And I was like, hmm, this feels very suspicious. I have gotten those ads. I've had the exact chain of events where (laughs) I've, like, I flipped down my my car mirror to, like, check my makeup. Mm -hmm. And I saw these wrinkles on my chest. And I was like, who's that old lady? Right. And then I saw the thing where it's like you put the big... Band-Aid. Like a giant patch. Yeah. And you peel it off. And like it's a big like Biore built strip. in. Yeah. I haven't gotten it though. No. I'm like, screw you. I'm 40. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> right. I was like, um, is this a, <laughs> is this a, we know you're turning 40 ad? Like, I don't understand, but I was not impressed with that one. That didn't make me happy. <laughs> Our friend Anna says, don't be thrifty on the things that separate your body from the earth. Never buy cheap sheets, shoes, or tires. Ooh, <laughs> that was really, like that. really cool. I like that. Um, a lot of people say, don't worry about what people think. Just well, we have do no problem there. We have absolutely no problem there. Anne says, use your good dishes every day. Otherwise, you'll be dead when someone else uses them for the first time at your funeral. Nice. <laughs> Thanks, Anne. <laughs> cool. Um, she says, tell everybody that you love them. I do. I try to do that. Keep learning new things. I try to do that, too. And she says, listen to Heather's podcast. Uh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Kendra said, uh, the numbers go past 39. Yeah. My grandma, <laughs> I remember when I was little, I didn't understand it. Like, really, really little. Like, my grandma was like, oh, I'm 39 again. You know, and I'm like, my grandma's like 80. Like, and I, I then, you know, I finally figured out that, you know, she was just 39 forever. You know? <laughs> Um, Melissa says, um, taking care of yourself is not a privilege or an indulgence. It is necessary. Got it. And she says, have the hard conversations early. Hold, hold, say what's on your mind and hold your friends close. Aww. Melinda says, it's okay to sacrifice everything that you've built and start over to get what you want out of life, especially if what you've built in life isn't what you meant to do. 
That's what I did when I was 37. Yeah. I was a few years ahead. I was thinking I was a early you, on that. Can res- you can re- relate to that. Mm-hmm. Um, a, lot of our, a lot of my friends said 40 is when I first started feeling like I was figuring things out. Cool. And I, I think that's true, too. Um, and she says, my friend Kathy says, um, if you hold in your abs, you, your back will hurt less. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Try to get some core strength. All right. I'll work on that. Um, a lot of people say, take the risk. Take do, the risk. Do the thing. Whatever don't worry about it. Is, huh? jump, jump off the cliff. Do the thing. Um, and don't consider yourself to be a grown up until you're over 40. Well, I don't think there's any, um, I don't think there's any <laughs> risk of me ever thinking that I'm an appropriate grown up. So <laughs> I try sometimes, but why, why bother? You know, do you have any big plans for your forties? Um, not really. I mean, like I said, I just feel like, uh, I feel like everything's pretty kind of falling into place, you know, in my life. And so I think that my forties, I think it's going to be a decade of a lot of change. I really do. Um, because I spent, you know, the second half of my thirties, um, kind of figuring out who I am as a person, you know, and really becoming an individual, you know, and not part of, um, a couple that was a kind of dysfunctional couple, you know, so I figured out who I am and now I think it's going to be figuring out and rebuilding how to be part of a couple in a healthy way and maintain my individuality and maintain who I want to be for my kids and what I want to show them about, you know, what life should look like and what partnership should look like and, you know, all those kind of things. So, so I think it's going to be, um, I think there's going to be some challenges because once you become this very free, very you, you know, and everything is exactly how I want it in my life, you know, figuring out how to, to merge that with, um, someone else, because I do think about, you know, by the end of this decade, my children will become adults and, I will be on my own and I don't want to be alone, you know. So um, this will be a decade to find the right relationship and the right fit, you know, and how to balance that and maintain my friendships and my time for myself and, you know, all the things that I already hold so dear and how to incorporate, you know, other parts of life into that i think yeah yeah oh you're gonna have so much fun i think it's gonna be great i'm super excited to welcome you into the 40s thank you i'm excited to be here it is happy to be here yes (laughs) it's gonna be fun you're gonna love it i know that um i started noticing that it was a lot easier for me to ride the wave of life Mm -hmm. um and a lot easier for me to be an observer Mm -hmm. and enjoy the show yeah Uh, because when you stop paying attention so much to how you feel about things and how other people might be viewing you. Um, it's so much more fun to observe and see what other people are doing and be amused by it. Yeah. And be able to look at those silly girls and say, Oh, that's cute. I think it's one of those things where you start to extend, um, others grace, you know? So people, yeah, what you're doing might be silly. And like now I'm getting to that age where I can be like, I understand, yeah. you know, like I understand where you're at, but like, I, I can't wait to see what it's like when I'm like 60. And then no. I'm going to be like, remember when you were 40 and you were like, I was yeah. thinking yeah. that um, when I was preparing for this show, uh-huh. like, you know, I'm only 44. And so there's people, you know, in 
60s and 70s who are looking at me like, oh, that's cute. Uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We're the silly little exactly. uh, like girls with our heads out the top of the Jeep, you know, like to, to someone else, you know. So, well, yeah. all we can ever do is enjoy where we are. And so my birthday wish for you is that you have a wonderful new decade ahead of you and that you ride the wave and that you enjoy the show and that everything that comes your way is exactly as it should be and that you just embrace all of that as a gift and enjoy being in a place where you can just look around and appreciate what you've got and watch it unfold. Oh, thanks, Heather. Happy birthday. Until next time. Bye. Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah, tell us what you learned. We're on all the things. For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know. Until next time.